We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tongue of Iloa. Not Tua Tagle of Leoa. A for effort. Dolphins quarterback. Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Sims can go to hell. To a tongue of Iloa. Dolphins quarterback. Daddy loves you guys. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. Check the history of food. <laughs> Marcos, can you give me an hour Tua? Hour Tua. Bootleg Tobin for you. There you go. Good job. I guess good job. I mean, your, it is uh, what it is. <laughs> Dollar General we, Tobin there. I love it. You know, um, Dollar General now, or at least Dollar Tree, I think that's where I was recently. 125. I I, yeah, it's no longer, you're right, it's no longer a dollar. It's 125. What the hell now. is that, huh? Inflation. Inflation, uh, dude. It's crazy. Why can't kind things stay the same price in. forever? Serious, I don't even care if the quality goes down as long as the price stays the same. McDonald's, look at that. That's that quality. Haven't their prices gone up? Yeah, actually, they have not. I think about it. I get 59 cent <laughs> cheeseburgers. What happened to that, man? I don't know. It's like five five ninety nine cheeseburgers now. <laughs> it's what you get. Yeah, it's a lot more for sure. Well, we have a, a busy hour, including Tommy Tig is going to join us uh, at around 1120 to talk some Miami Heat. So let's dive head first into some headlines. These headlines brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Dono, Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Boom. Now, uh, you just mentioned we're going to be talking to Tommy Tig shortly. The Miami Heat yesterday defeated the LeBron-led, for now, Los Angeles Lakers 112-98, to following a good performance from Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, and company. I mean, if LeBron wants to play for a cohesive team, yes, probably just... Hang out at the arena he was hanging out in last night. You know the Lakers are uh, they're they're god awful, and LeBron said um, playing basketball at this level just to be playing basketball is not in my DNA. It's not in my DNA anymore. He said after the game last night. So sounds like he wants to uh, wants to find a different franchise in the near future. Yeah, at the right price, maybe I'll let him back here. We'll see. Maybe. Uh, other than that, the Miami Dolphins, unfortunately, are dealing with another concussion conundrum, if you will. Ooh, Tua, unfortunately, is uh, not going to be the starter this Sunday. Teddy Bridgewater named the starter for the Miami Dolphins. Donald, does Teddy have what it takes to get it done? I believe Teddy does. Um, I put out a Twitter poll during the show yesterday. So it's uh, I think it was like a 24-hour thing. So I don't know if the final... Results are in, but uh, here it is. Uh, 
334 votes cast. Do you have faith in Teddy Bridgewater getting Finns up into the playoffs? 59% say no. They don't. Wow. 59% of you negative Nancys out there. I think I think Teddy can do the job. I think I'm more worried about McDaniel and the defense uh, and sticking with the running game. I think Teddy is good enough to beat at least one of uh, the Patriots and Jets to end the year. I think Teddy can get it done. Now, in other news, I disrespected them earlier. I'm not going to lie to you. And since then, I've been schooled on the greatness of the Montreal Canadiens that the uh, Florida Panthers are set to take on tonight. Hockey is back tonight, 7 p.m. from FLA Live Arena. Again, that's Panthers versus the 24-time champion, the oldest continually operating team in the National Hockey League, and the most wow. successful franchise in league so who, who did they play when they when they were first invented? If they were the yeah. first hockey team, who did they play against? Maybe they just declared themselves the victors. <laughs> oh my god, they're winning Stanley Cups though in like nineteen fifteen. That's not even fair, dude. Who was yeah. playing then? Yeah. Bob Cousy was also. They, they were playing hockey. like inter squad scrimmages. They were just like playing in. Oh, we we win Stanley Cup. We we ho oh, yeah. ho ho. It's beautiful. Bums. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah that is. Uh, like I said, today, FLA Live Arena Panthers return to hockey, so hopefully we can get in the uh, win column. And uh, Vermont has, still has the answer to their crimes, but luckily the Miami Hurricanes have a basketball game tomorrow, actually, 2 p.m. against Notre Dame. They're set to get back in action, so that's exciting. Did you ever call, did you ever call Vermont? I did. I did. I'm still waiting on a, a call back, but I left them a, a very strongly worded voicemail. So. so if the Canes, if the basketball team plays at 2 p.m. tomorrow, does that like cut into the show at all? That uh, sounds is, like it would, right? That is there a pregame? Like Am I working that game and I don't even realize? Oh, I, <laughs> we got a lot of questions here. Actually. <laughs> uh, dude, it, it's happened to me a couple times because um, I don't really write things down, Marcos. Like yeah. it just all, it all just stays in my head. Okay. And like. You know, for, for the work that I do for the radio station, a lot of it is I'll get texts from Len uh, or I'll get texts even sometimes from like K-Raj, Doug Plagans, you know, Hollywood, if they if they need me to like pick up a, a game shift for them. And I won't write it down. I'll just remember it. I'm like 98% on remembering these shifts. And like I show up to work. Uh, I, I remember there was one time when like I just had no clue I was working a Panthers game that night. And then I get the sound email from Doug Plagans like an hour before pregame. I go, like, oh, guess I'm working the Panthers game tonight. So I think I'll find out tomorrow around one o'clock if I'm doing the Canes hoops game with Josie. Yeah. Uh, please find out if you're working. That'd be nice. And also find out if there's a pregame. That would also be nice. I should know this. This is our fault, but yeah. uh, I will find out. I will do better. My personal apologies to the listeners there who demand more information, Dono, and they deserve it. By the way, Bobby D says Dono looks like he only wears leather thong slides. Yeah. Uh, you, you're 100% correct. That's what you do, huh? You, you go with yeah. the uh, Chancleta gang over there, huh? Yes, sir. Okay. You got nice toes, which is... Strange. That's going to be a drop. Even though I'm a producer, <laughs> like that has to be. <laughs> I was about to say I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you must. You I don't know. I've, uh, I've, you got confidence. I've, <laughs> I've never gotten any confidence. Why would you ask that? Yeah. Like, it's like you just have to be confident if you're walking around in leather <laughs> thong sandals. Often, you're not wearing socks unless you're ninja turtling. Ninja turtling? Yeah, that's what you call it uh, when you put uh, 
socks and uh, thong slippers? <laughs> I have done that before. Not not to like actually go out yeah. somewhere. Just to like if I need to get like the newspaper from the driveway or something. Sometimes if I already have socks on, I'll put on the chancleta. But no, it's about it. I do that when I get like groceries and it's like uh, I just need something real quick. <laughs> but uh, wow, that completely uh com- <laughs> took me off. <laughs> took me off with- Whatever the hell I, I love how that was like the bat signal for Jay Fig. Like she just appears. Yeah, yeah I kind of had to because Marcos has this whole thing with his toes that yeah. if if you're out here going to Publix with your toes out there like yeah. that, then I'm going to send every Twitcher, every listener out there to go watch her toes. Yeah, that's fair. I uh, am we need a picture. Be, I'm not going to be sporting any uh, chancletas anytime soon. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's just not best for everyone, to be real. I'm doing everyone the favor. <laughs> um, now, Dono, the final headline I have tonight is actually Thursday night football. Are you are you interested in that? Cowboys versus a Ryan Tannehill and possibly Derrick Henry list Titans. Yeah, no, because of the fact that we're gonna get basically the Dollar General Tennessee Titans tonight. So gotcha. I'm I'm actually going to prioritize the Florida Panthers game this evening. Uh, over the likes of Thursday night football, but the Panthers game is probably going to end first. So if I'm not asleep, I will uh, I will tune in to see how that Thursday night football game wraps up. But it's probably going to be not a very close score by the time I tune in. Okay, so over under, they got Dak Prescott listed at 235.5 passing yards. What do you think? I could go over that. And I probably will now that you bring it up because yep. uh, since I've had an unsuccessful season-long fantasy football season, yeah. I, I need to try and chase and, and win some of that money back. That's fair. Uh, yeah, that concludes the headlines. Donald, do you have time for weather? Would you? Are you? Is that okay? You know, you may be busy. I don't want to interrupt anything you may have going on. Uh, I mean, it seems beautiful out there. I'm looking out the window, but go ahead, give me the weather. The weather is frightful. No, it is uh, currently 75 degrees with a 10% chance of precipitation where we're at. Like I said, the rest of the week, you're going to continue into the lower 70s, mid 70s, and even lower 80s as we get into Sunday. So that cold weather we had, I hope you enjoyed it. It is on its way out, unfortunately. And that weather report has been brought to you by DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Your AccentAttorneys.com, free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. I love. I see my guy Brooklyn Rob in the video chat, and he uh, he has been, and he's probably right. He's been referring to me for over the past year as the Mush, because <laughs> I I tend to give out terrible betting advice, and he's probably right. If you fade the Mush, if you do the opposite, so if I'm going Prescott over two thirty five and a half passing yards, you go under. You can uh, you can have a very nice New Year's Eve coming out. You can afford all the drinks you want. Well, those are your headlines, Dono. Are you ready to talk to the man, the myth, the legend? It's Tommy Tig's world, and we are only living in it. So we will talk some heat hoops, some red hot hoops with Tommy Tig, studio host, pregame, halftime, postgame. He's got all those crazy stats he gives you during the games. Tommy Tig from the Miami Heat Radio Network will join us next year on Tobin and Lee. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
I do associate this song with Heat basketball. I think it's because you know, they used to have the bongos at the arena and Gloria Stefan is such a Miami staple. So I like what Marcos did with this music choice. And I always love when we can have on the man, the myth, the legend. This guy just crushes it on the Miami Heat Radio Network. Heat Weekly, pregame, halftime, postgame, and all the awesome stats he brings you during Miami Heat games. Tommy Tig is with us. Good morning, Tommy. How are you, sir? Well, Alex, after that uh, introduction, I think I should quit right there and not say a word. Thank you very much. It's been nice <laughs> dealing with you guys. It was nice chatting doing with you. well. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, it's so great having you. And listen, it, it always, Tommy, it feels good to be back over 500 for the first time since, you know, after that uh, Mexico City game a couple of weeks ago. And the importance of winning two straight, because uh, I look at the road to come, because the Heat are going out west for a, a long five-game trek in Denver, in Utah, at the Clippers, at the Lakers, at the Suns. How important is it, Tommy, to get a couple wins and a little momentum under your belt? Well, I think any time you walk away with a couple of victories, you feel good about yourself. But I think after you played the way that you did before Christmas in your building, you almost had to get these two games, regardless who you were playing against. Yeah, they always have problems against Minnesota and the Lakers come in with LeBron so it's a little bit more of a happening than it was a basketball game when it started you had to get these games just for that reason alone and you're right on going out to the road now you have to look at it the exact same way you need a little bit of confidence when you start going into places like Denver where you had a tough time throughout your entire career same thing with Utah in a back-to-back scenario even though their team has changed and then those three games next week even though you've beaten all three of those teams you're in their barn so it's going to be tough But uh, you're right. It's going to make it feel a little bit easier to go out there knowing what you're capable of doing, especially if you have a full roster. It'd be nice to see Kyle Lowry board the plane to get out to the West. And uh, if Jimmy and Bam are able to go most of the time, I think you're in good shape. Dono, can I say Tommy Tig is my guy. Tommy (laughs) Tig is my my absolute guy. Uh, one of my most favorite people to work with, not going to lie to you. He's nice enough. He brings me uh, a diet green tea every time I work with him. This is this is a man's man right here. You're uh, you're you're drinking diet green tea. You're not a man's man. I'm not <laughs> glad he provides you with such a girly drink. He brings it to, hey, hey, all right. He you're talking to, to someone who drinks apple juice every morning okay. in the studio. Look, t- look we're, we're getting far away from the point Tommy has uh, time. He has stuff he needs to do, all right? Tommy, thank you for joining yeah, us. Yeah, I'm getting ready to throw out the diet iced tea. That's what I'm getting ready to do. <laughs> the remaining five bottles left in the in the can. Come on, man. That's disrespectful. But, Tommy, uh, we mentioned it now getting over 500. Yeah. Am, am I okay to take a breath? Are we finally riding the ship? Do you think that we're finally getting back on track after dealing with injuries? Or do you think that there's still one more move we need to make? Well, I don't know about whether the move needs to be made. I mean, that's been speculated since before the season even started when you kind of wondered if Caleb Martin could play the four slot. I've been hearing trade rumors going all the way back to July after P.J. Tucker decided to sign with Philadelphia. So uh, whether or not you feel like you have to go in that direction, I think the team is doing what they can with the roster that they do have, how many times they've mismatched lineups and tried to patch things together. It's been tough. There's no question about it. But not the only team, Marcos, in the league that's going through something like this. That's why it's tough to be in a position like this. You'd rather be where some of the elite teams in the league are, of course. But you try to ride the storm as best as you possibly can. I think this team is doing that to get back over the 500 mark. And they have to go someplace from there. But to say that they've righted the ship just yet, 
I still have to wait to see. I'm going to give it a little bit more time. I want to see where they are. I would guess around the All-Star break before I think they've righted the ship because then you're going to have Jimmy in there for an extended period of time. Bam Lasher missed this period of time with the broken thumb. Hopefully he's okay when you get into that period. And I think when you have a lot of home games in March and April going into the playoffs, that's when I think you have to start peaking right now. I'm not worried about where they are at this point. They're back in the division lead. They're in sixth place, three games out of fourth. You know, they're in a decent position, all things considered. So I like where they are right now, but I still think that they're capable of better. Whether or not they need that move, that's up to them, not me. Yeah, and and to me, I think this team is going to be fine and competitive with just about anybody as long as they're healthy down the stretch. And there's been a lot of maintenance early in the season, and I think that's a big reason why the Heat have dropped so many games and they're only a game over 500. But, you know, last night gives us an example, even without Kyle Lowry, how good this team can be with Jimmy and uh, and Bam, you know, along with Tyler, who keeps hitting clutch shots on the floor. And you know, let, let's talk a little bit, Tommy, about just just how much Jimmy and Bam add to this team. And it's certain things they do that maybe go unappreciated. Like my favorite thing about Jimmy's performance last night was the six steals. Right. And, and mm-hmm. we're seeing more consistent offensive performances from Bam. So, you know, the two of them, I think, can still they've not hit their peak yet this season, I think I'm trying to say. Well, I think I agree with you as far as what uh, a lot of people nationally don't look at, Alex. They don't appreciate the defensive quality that both of those guys bring to the table. Jimmy Butler is known as a defensive star. So is Bam and Abayo around here. We watch and we get to enjoy what they're able to bring every single night. Offensively, I think if Bam can continue on this run, he started off the season a little bit off his game offensively, but he's really come on a tear here in December, 21 points, 11 boards per game. He's really getting into a consistent level. He just passed uh, UD on the double-double list last night to move into fourth place on the Heat all-time list in that department. And I just think that if you see consistency in his game over the second half of the season, I think you're really going to see some things. Same thing with Jimmy, but you got to keep him out on the floor. There have been so many times this year that after he sat out for that two-week period, he comes back, plays a couple of games, sits out, plays three games, sits out again, will not play in both ends of the back-to-back coming up. We knew that two weeks ago. But after that, there's an 18-game period, no back-to-backs. So I think that's when you're going to get the idea of getting your full lineup out there if these guys are healthy, that you're going to have them out there on a more consistent basis. But what they bring to the table, as far as what people uh, feel they're underappreciated about, I think most people still think Bam needs an outside shot. I think his offense is fine. I don't think people appreciate his offense as much as a lot of people should. As far as Jimmy's concerned, I still think uh, you know people would want to see him out there more. But, hey, if he continues to play like playoff Jimmy when April, May, and June come around, you really can't think about what he does at this time of year because the last three years when he's played here – He hasn't played 60 games in a season yet as a Miami Heat member. So I don't worry that much about what Jimmy brings you in the regular season. Plays elite basketball when he is out there. So I think that's the situation that you have in the second half of the year. You keep these guys on the floor, you're in very good shape. Again, you're listening to Tommy Tig here on the Toby Leroy Show. Uh, We're on the Toyota of Hollywood WQAM hotline. Shop over 1,500 Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Tommy, I'm going to keep it simple. What have you seen from Victor Oladipo? Does he seem like he's healthy? Does he seem like he's going to be able to contribute as the season progresses? I'll answer the first part. Do I think he's healthy? Yes, I do. Do I think he's ready to play on an elite level like he did back in 2018? 
No, I don't. And I'm going to give you the reason why, because here's a good example. On Friday night, uh, people are going to listen to or watch Jamal Murray in action. Here's a guy that was capable of throwing in 50 points in any game that you see him out there. He's still trying to get his game back after the knee injury that he has gone through. Now, granted, he's scoring 18 points per game, which is a little bit more than you're noticing out of Oladipo. But I still think you see some signs out there, Marcos, about the ability that he has, especially on the defensive end, you're seeing signs. His offense hasn't come around just yet. I think once that starts to come, either driving to the bucket or hitting jumpers, I think he went one of seven last night, 0 for 4 from 3. Once he starts doing that, you're not going to worry anything about the ability that he has offensively. But I just think it's, it's really the time of season that you really don't worry that much about him except to get him ready. The best thing that I see out there is that he's averaging 26, 27 minutes a game. And I wasn't uh, the least bit surprised that that was able to happen after you saw him, uh, you know, in the first couple of games playing 18, 20 minutes, giving you what you're able to get. Now, if you're expecting 20 points per game out of Victor Oladipo like you got four or five years ago, I think you're going to be in for a sad surprise. But the unfortunate thing is people want results day after day. You've got to give this guy time. I still think, I wouldn't say he's an elite player in the league, but I still think he's a very valuable player, and he's going to be an asset to this club on the second unit in the second half of the year. You know, speaking of offense, one guy whose offense has been on point for the last couple of years is Tyler Hero, and he has hit biggest shots, clutch game ceiling shots the last two victories against uh, the Lakers and against Minnesota. And, you know, I, I would, of course, imagine that if you're looking for clutch shots down the stretch in playoff games, Jimmy, of course, is going to be the go-to guy. But Hero has shown he can knock down a lot of these big buckets, Tommy. So kind of give me your progress report on Tyler so far this season and how valuable it is to have multiple potential closers in important games. Well, let's look back, uh, Alex, to 2011. I remember when they put the big three together for the first time. A lot of people said, gee, who the heck is going to take that last shot at the end of the game? Is it going to be Bosch? Is it going to be Wade? Is it going to be LeBron? That's a nice problem to have. They give a similar problem uh, coming up right now. Sure, you're probably going to go to Jimmy Butler nine times out of ten, but Tyler here with the ability that he shows uh, with late-game situations, you've got to want the basketball. Tyler here wants the basketball as much as anybody and proves it by knocking down those shots. But uh, do I think it's going to be coming down to a situation like that where at the end of the game it's going to be either Jimmy or Tyler? Sure, it depends on the situation and what they're looking for. And uh, I'd be uh, equally okay with either one of them taking that final shot. But I'll tell you the truth, what really has impressed me most about Hero this season, not that he's just uh, evolved as a starter, but you take a look at last night's game. When Kyle Lowry's out of the lineup, he he comes up with nine assists. So even though anybody's talking about the big shot down the stretch that gave them a 10-point lead, they eventually go on to win the game. He's doing so many other things with the ball in his hands instead of just being a scorer like he was when he first came here. We heard about this, and Tobin told me this a long time ago. When he came into the league, he was known as a bucket, not a board. You know, he's not a rebounder, he's not a passer. But he's showing signs in those areas that he's becoming a more complete player. So even though he still has that ability that we talk about Time and time again, great shooter, great scorer. He can put the ball in the basket at any time from anywhere. I still like the idea he's becoming a more complete player. I think that's going to be the best thing for this kid in the long run. Tommy, looking ahead, uh, and just, you know, one quick one before I get you out of here. I, I thank you for your time. I told Tommy that he's my first guest I ever, like, texted and was like, hey, oh my would you goodness. like to be on this show? That's my guy. I must be on the bottom of the Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and you found it. Good for you, Marcos. It's one name. I'm not going to lie. It's just, it's just one name. 
But uh, l- looking ahead, you know, the Heat are always good at finding that that gem that's hidden, you know, the Kendrick Nuns of the world and, you know, the Duncan Robinsons. Uh, based off what we've seen, we've seen some key contributions this season from Haywood Highsmith as well as Orlando Robinson at times, Drew Smith. Have the Miami Heat found that player, the 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 one that no one else saw, the overlooked player that could possibly contributing to this Heat roster within the next two years or so? Well, that's a good question because uh, it, it has not happened just yet, Marcos, at the beginning of the year through the first 30-something games. Uh, there's an awful lot of guys who have stepped up and played well at certain times. You mentioned Haywood Highsmith had a few games, uh, a career high at one point against Chicago, and uh, did some decent things uh, defending different players in whatever matchup they placed him in. Uh, but you look at last night's game, he didn't get much of a chance to play at all. And I think that's what it's going to be for him throughout the course of time. We've seen Jovic do certain things, and he looks like a player that you're glad that you drafted, and maybe a little more time in the G League this year will help him out much more. Orlando Robinson, you know, same type of thing, Drew Smith, all those guys you mentioned, but I haven't seen anybody really step up this season uh, in the undrafted category. We had Caleb Martin last year as a two-way guy who was undrafted, who really uh, opened a lot of eyes with the way that he was able to play, but there's probably somebody on the horizon because the Heat is so good at finding people like that, as you just mentioned, Duncan Robinson, you go down the list of so many different guys. Derek Jones Jr. at one point was a two-way player, and there's just so many of them along the way that uh, you, you get a feeling that somebody is out there right now. But uh, at the moment, I think they stick with their starters and, and and maybe Gabe Vincent, you know, coming off the bench every once in a while with Max Drews. I mean, you found those guys, you know, and I, I think that that's the thing right now that you continue to nurture players like that and hope they continue to get better and maybe, uh, you know, be contributors when you get to the postseason this year. Tommy, we have some late night tips coming up here. Uh, and, you know, I, I do studio shows for for other teams like the Panthers, and they play the 1030 sometimes. Like the Heat have a 1030 against the Clippers, a 10 o'clock at the Lakers. Uh, are you a Cuban coffee drinker? Because if it were me, I'd be chugging cafecito at like 6, 7 p.m. to get ready for the late night. Do you have a routine for the late nights? I wish I did. I just hope the coffee maker is working. That's the only thing that I worry about. But uh, I don't start at 7 o'clock, Alex, to be honest with you. I probably start just a little after the pregame show. I mean, I'm okay up until that point. You know, my bedtime for an old guy is not 10 o'clock. It's usually closer to 1 o'clock in the morning. But that's when I definitely needed to keep that thing going. So I don't worry too much about the broadcast itself. That takes care of itself. It's the drive home that's the tough part. So that's why I need that little boost of Cuban coffee if it's there at about, oh, 115 or so. But uh, I, I appreciate your tips. And if you have any, please give them to me because three of those games that we all start after 10 o'clock. It's going to be a good, uh, a good, hopefully a good trip for the Heat, and it's always a good time when you hear Tommy on the broadcast. Oh, we're broadcast. also looking Tommy... forward to that New Year's Eve game that ends around midnight, too. That, that That's a real good scheduling job, oh, we think, by the you know, NBA. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'm looking at that. So that's a 9 o'clock in Utah, and so so they're actually, uh, yeah, they're, it's going Seven to be o'clock. Right, right down to the wire there. Wow. Ten, ten, wow, okay. Well, good, good luck with that, Tommy. I hope you can Thank you. watch the ball drop. <laughs> during the post game show we'll watch the ball drop thanks alex i love it have a great one tommy thank you so much thank you my pleasure thanks for having me tommy tig there from the miami heat radio network always good stuff from tommy
So, ooh, ooh, we have, could be something, could be nothing. Coming up next year, Tobin and Leroy Show on AM560 Sports WQAM. Why would they do that? What's going on in Utah? It could be something, could be nothing. What is the meaning of it, Watson? What is the object of this? Could, could be, be something, something, could, could be, be nothing. nothing. Why would they do that? Well, based on the clue that Marcos gave to me in the 10 o'clock hour, I feel like this could be something, this could be nothing for this hour. This could be right in my wheelhouse. So what are we looking at here, Marcos? Dono, glad you asked me. Seeing as I'm the authority on all things Miami Hurricanes related, as you know, uh, what's interesting is... I don't know if you know this. Somehow I'm on MSN.com and your face is plastered right above this headline. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Dono's everywhere. Cormani <laughs> <laughs> uh, McLean, five-star prospect committed to the University of Miami at DB. Hopefully I'm not saying anything wrong because Dono, I know you will correct me. Recently spotted wearing Kane's gear at the Under Armour All-American game. Now, yeah, so okay, go go ahead. Please explain, know. Dono. Is this something? Is this nothing? Uh, it's definitely something. So, you know, why would they do that? I, I don't know if I have to recap this whole saga because you guys are probably pretty well aware of it, even if you're not a Canes fan. But you know, he is the, the top rated Miami Hurricanes verbal commit, but he has not signed a national letter of intent yet. He had a three day window to sign last week, he did not sign. Uh, and so there have been rumors that Coach Prime in Colorado are going to poach him away or Alabama. Then there's also a lot of smoke that there could be a situation with his transcripts or academics. And that's why he's not been able to sign yet. So keeping that in mind, the fact that even though he's unsigned, he shows up to the Under Armour All-America game, which is happening uh, this week. Uh, players are reporting there shortly. But he he reported there yesterday, and he was wearing all Canes gear. He was wearing the Canes hoodie. He was wearing Canes shorts, and he threw up the U for an official photo op. So he's either one of the biggest trolls of all time if he's doing all this just to ultimately not sign with Miami, or he's trying to let people know, you know what, just because I didn't sign last week, there could be reasons to that that we don't fully understand that he still wants to come to the University of Miami. So I think it's something. What do you think, Marcos? Now, everyone keeps saying these are, you know, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. So obviously a lot of what they say can kind of be taken with a grain of salt. But I don't know, man. I'm not sure. Has there ever been such a, like, troll job to this extent, this close? Travis Hunter last year, who ultimately signed Mm -hmm. with Jackson State, he was supposed to sign with Florida State. So I don't know. People were saying, like, he was doing similar stuff, wearing Florida State gear, and then he ended up signing with Jackson State. So there there is a precedent for it. I hope that's not what McLean is doing here. That's something that, like, I don't know. I'm not sure how that ended up working out for him at Jackson State, especially now that, you know, Prime. Well, he's going to Colorado now. He's he's just following Prime. He's following Coach Prime everywhere. And that's, you know, that's the effect of, like, wherever Prime's going to be at, you know, he's always a recruiting risk. People want to go play for him. Hell, I don't, I couldn't do anything but hold water, and I'm I'm interested. So, (laughs) you know, I completely get it. I just hope, again, this could be naive of me, but I'm going to hope that, Seeing as he is not necessarily from like the city, but the state at the very least, 
that this is talent that Mario Cristobal is corralling and the disappointment that was this season is on the way to being fixed finally because I don't know if I can deal with another of what happened this year. I know his thing is recruiting, and it seems like he's been on a hot streak of some sort. So yeah, I they're, hope they're, it they're crushing it. They're crushing, and even if even if McLean doesn't sign with Miami, uh, they've still got a top six class regardless. Uh, for for Jay Stud asked, he said he was going to sign too, didn't he? Uh, he's yet Cormani McLean is yet to speak today. He's. Um, you know, I've actually got a a correspondent who's out covering the Under Armour game, and I've been texting with him because he's wow. like, Cormani's supposed to speak today. I'm like, well, let me know, bro. Somebody I work with at uh, Sports Illustrated is going to let me know. Uh, but apparently all of the players who were, like, supposed to speak this hour, none of them have actually shown up yet, so they're kind of on Cuban time there. Wow. So we'll see. He's supposed to speak today, and somebody's going to ask him, like, hey, what's going on with you in Miami? So hopefully we get some kind of an answer today. Look at you with your sources, Donna. Hey, Donna, you got correspondents undercover. Jeez, I take the Cormani McLean beat very seriously. That's why when you Google him, my face is not his face. My (laughs) face is. You come out. It's strange with all your gear because you're always wearing you. um, You. I see you. You did this one live from the the training facility, though. I do see that this one wasn't live from the mansion. So you switch it up for uh you know for locked in in canes you know so I yeah hold I, on I I can uh, I I feel like I should be in the facility now if we're gonna be having go. this there conversation yeah it's perfect I'm just disappointed you're not wearing the shirt today uh, uh yeah I don't know I don't know why I'm not I think that my U shirts are all in the laundry right now I'm wearing a uh, I think this is like a uh, an off the rack you know Marshalls uh, polo that's my spot man. that is my what spot. we do Marshalls Ross TJ Maxx it's a yeah. spot dude. you can find gold there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll say. Dono, there's no one who I know who gets as excited for Kane's recruit stuff than you. So oh, I appreciate yeah. you clearing this up for me. Now I have faith, but you had gave me so much faith in Jaden Rashada the last time we spent. Oh, uh, don't worry about him. He's a bum. <laughs> oh, no, dude. he's a bum. Oh, now he's a bum. He's, now he's a bum. We spent uh, countless hours during that week <laughs> praising this guy who I I just absolutely knew was going to be the next quarterback for the Canes. Uh, and that didn't work. So, Dono, no pressure. But if you go 0 for 2, dude, I may never listen to you again. Uh, yeah, I've got some right as well. I, I dropped a, a Dono ball prediction on uh, on Ruben Bain, who came to Miami, Samson Okunlola, Mark Fletcher, Chris Johnson. I've been right more than I've been wrong. I, I and I, I didn't know Jaden Rashada was a coward, and he didn't want to <laughs> uh, didn't want to be part of a uh, a rebuild, although Florida's kind of a rebuild as well. I mean, I, I didn't know this guy was yellow, so, you know. Uh, it's it's not my problem if he doesn't have the guts. It's true. Uh, but if you do have the guts, we're giving you a chance to win tickets and a parking pass to see the Dolphins play the Jets on Ooh. January 8th. All you do have all you have to do is text the word Dolphins to 20357. That's Dolphins to 20357. If your name is picked, you win. Standard data message rates apply. Please don't text and drive. Sponsored by Dade County Federal Credit Union. The official credit union of the Miami Dolphins. Go to finscu.com today. UCF Andes is Dono with the bum guns. Well, I mean, at least UCF, at least you know how I, you know how I felt when I lost to Duke earlier this year. You know now, you now know how it feels to lose to Duke as you did yesterday in that bowl game. So it happens. What, you mean the the greatest school in Florida lost? Are you talking about UCF? The the most recent national champs out of the state of Florida. Absolutely. That's impossible. They don't lose. Absolutely. 
I, I would like a UCF Andy. I would like your uh, your Devonte Brown scouting report because uh, he's uh, transferred from UCF to Miami. I'd love Ooh. to know if uh, if you think he's the real deal. In all seriousness, I'll stop trolling you for a second. I would love your Devonte Brown scouting report if you want to give me one because you probably watched him at UCF a lot more than I did. So I would I would love to know. His younger brother Damari Brown is committed to the U, and that's why Marcos. I say it like I look at Cormani McLean. Obviously, I hope he commits because he's the top cornerback in the entire country in that class, and I think he's the real deal. But even if McLean doesn't sign with Miami, Miami's still in really good shape because Damari Brown, out of American Heritage, is one of the best corners in the country. He did sign with Miami. His older brother, Devontae, transferred in to Miami. And uh, Robert Stafford, another corner, committed to Miami. So my, he was a four-star, really good player. So the Hurricanes are going to be in okay shape at corner, even without Cormani. But I want Cormani because he's an excellent player. And I don't even know, quite frankly, a lot of people will criticize McLean for all this drama, creating all this drama. Uh, I don't necessarily know how much of it is his fault. He's a really soft-spoken young man. He doesn't say a whole lot. Like, he doesn't really talk a whole lot. I think that a lot of times it's blowhards like me and it's fans on message boards who create the drama around him when, you know, he never said, like, the Florida Gator fans hate him because they thought he was committing to Florida and he verbally committed to Miami. He never said he was committing to Florida. You just hated him because you thought he was coming for whatever reason. I see Miami fans like... Oh, why is this guy such a drama queen? Was I mean, I, if there's a situation maybe with his transcripts or his grades where he can't sign with Miami right now, is that really him trying to create drama? So I don't know, man. I, I'm going to have the guys back until proven otherwise. But if he commits somewhere else, much like Jaden Rashada, dead to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> well, as long as you got pancake honcho, we'll be fine. That was another one that I uh, I Dono balled him to the the University of Miami. Dono balled. Do you have your own thing like a like a Woj bomb? Yeah, well it's uh, it's my take on the crystal ball. Instead of the crystal ball mm. prediction, you get the Dono ball prediction. All right. Just, uh, I I drop the Dono balls whenever whenever necessary. Not sure if I like we- that. <laughs> yeah, I would. I, I, I would really... choose better words for that. Yeah, I don't know if I. <laughs> you know, oh, you two have such dirty minds. I asked you about your toes earlier. Now we're doing this. This has gone off the road. That wasn't my fault. The, 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 the toe true. thing was completely was on you. Yeah, I got to find that. That's so strange. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I, I said nothing about that. You you brought that up. Oh, man. <laughs> RVA. Richie says, I'm not here for Dono's Dono balls or toes. Uh, <laughs> you can check out my OnlyFans for all that. Yeah, perfect. Excellent. <laughs> Good content on there. Of it, so uh, you know, I know that this we have done precious little Tua talk during our Tua, but I want to yeah. get into it again when we come back. So I guess this was our Teddy. We're going to make uh, the twelve o'clock hour. We will talk a little bit of Tua uh, because Barry Jackson had an interesting tweet where he basically accuses Dolphin fans of being rats off a ship on Tua. I want to get to that more. When we come back, big 12 o'clock hour coming up here on AM560 Sports WQAM. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 